Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the Word. Father, your Word is powerful. Your Word is truth. Your Word is health. Your Word is deliverance. Your Word, indeed, is life. And I thank you for your Word, Holy Spirit, for giving us insight and understanding. And I thank you and I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Mark chapter 11. As Jesus and his disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives. Jesus sent two of them on ahead. Go into that village over there, he told them. As soon as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, what are you doing? Just say, the Lord needs it and will return it soon. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, What are you doing untying that colt? They said what Jesus had told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. Many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Jesus was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessing on the kingdom of our ancestor David. Praise God in the highest heavens. That is out of Psalms 118. So Jesus came to Jerusalem and went to the temple. After looking around carefully at everything, he left because it was late in the afternoon. Then he returned to Bethany with the twelve disciples. The next morning they were leaving Bethany. Jesus was hungry. He noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off. So he went over to it to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for, uh, for fruit. Then Jesus said to the tree, May no one ever eat of your fruit again. The disciples heard him say this. That's another mystery to me. The fruit... bearing season for the fig tree had yet to come. Jesus kind of curses the tree and they move on. Mark eleven fifteen, When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals for sacrifice. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves and he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. And he said to them, The scriptures declare my temple will be a house, uh, will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. When the leading priests and teachers of religious law heard what Jesus had done, they began planning on how to kill him. But they were afraid of him 
because the people were so amazed at his teachings. That evening, Jesus and his disciples left the city. The next morning, as they passed by the fig tree that he had cursed, the disciples noticed it had withered from the root up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. Then Jesus said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone that you are holding a grudge against so that the Father in heaven will forgive your sins as well. That's uh, very interesting. The conditional nature of our relationship with God. God loves us unconditionally, but our response is conditional. Christ died for all, leaving no one out. Unconditional love. Verse 25, Mark chapter 11. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive you of your sins as well. That's conditional. Mark eleven twenty-seven. Again, they entered Jerusalem. And Jesus was walking through the temple area. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders came up to him. And they demanded, By what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the right to do them? I'll tell you by what authority I do these things if you will answer but one question, Jesus replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? Answer me. They talked it over among themselves. If we say it was from heaven, he will ask why we didn't believe John. But do we dare say that he was merely human? For they were afraid of what the people would do because everyone believed that John was a prophet. So they finally replied, we don't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Amen. You go, Jesus. <laughs> Such a wonderful man. Such a wonderful God. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for your insight, for your courage for your wisdom and I pray that we would all find a place in our hearts and lives for those same attributes. I love you Lord and I thank you in Jesus name. Amen.